Hey, everybody, this is Christian Brindle, president and founder of Christian Brindle Insurance Services, an agency specializing in Medicare health plans, as well as the founder and admin of the Six Figure Medicare Agent Facebook community. And I am Glenn Shelton, founder and president of Lead Heroes, where we specialize in final expense and Medicare insurance leads. Every single Tuesday, guys, we have decided to come together and bring our forces together to talk about our two favorite subjects in the world, insurance and tacos. Henceforth, Taco Tuesday, let's taco about insurance. Every single Tuesday, we will live stream this show for the group Six Figure Medicare Agent at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't miss it. It can also be found everywhere that podcasts can be listened to, or you could watch the replay of the video up on our YouTube channel for the Six Figure Medicare Agent YouTube channel. Thanks so much for watching. Hope you enjoy, and let's get into this. We are live. <clears throat> Six Figure Medicare Agent. My name's Glenn Shelton. I'm here with the man, the myth, the legend, Christian Brindle. For this is this is Taco Tuesday Part Three. Part three, I think. Is this the third one? Have well, we done the first, that many? I don't know if the I don't know if you count the first one since you remember the first. <laughs> the first one was like, first one was like first one. yeah, you. Were, I don't know what was going on with your internet connection over there. I take and, full responsibility for the first Taco Tuesday disaster, but I will still count that as a Taco Tuesday. Okay, then it is part three. So part three, Taco Tuesday, you guys. Today, I'm going to just jump right into my tacos today because I'm really excited. I've been doing Taco Bell were my last two, two sessions here. Today, I have the rolled taco. Ooh. This is from Taco Time. This is just a, a bean rolled taco, but I'm telling you guys, this is the best. I want you to just hear the crunch because I was okay. in the microphone here. Just ready. Get ready. Got a salsa, salsa, but you got to wait for it. Oh, <laughs> there we go. There we That's go. Right, I think we're done. I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> end, of the, end of stream. Yeah. That's it, you guys. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> we'll see you next time, next uh, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> so so I, I basically, um, you know, went very lazy with my Taco Tuesday selection. And I did the basic Del Taco Taco. But this one has um, tomatoes on it. So we took it up a notch. We're playing dangerously today. Ooh. They charge you like an extra 20 cents. <laughs> probably. Probably. Like, I don't know. A penny of tomatoes for 20 cents. Hashtag margins. <laughs> so How to make I'm, money. I was telling that, that that's that's some great margins. So I was telling you before we came on, I was so slammed today. I was so busy. I did not have time to run and get the tacos. So I sent my assistant out to get the tacos. So I had really no say in what the taco selection would look like. I hope you bought your assistant tacos. <laughs> I hope I buy. I bought her tacos before, but not this time. She didn't ask. I would. I would if, have, I were, if I were her, I would have just like ran your card for tacos. I would have been like, I'm getting twenty dollars of tacos just for myself. <laughs> just ran it. Um, you roll up through the drive-through and you're like, "How many tacos do you think you have in house right now?" And they're like, "I don't know, maybe a hundred. I'll take them all." <laughs> I said I pulled up to the drive-thru and I was like I'd like a dozen and she's like did you say 12 like <laughs> I was like just give me a dozen I'm like come on and don't don't shake me either it's Tuesday I don't know why everyone's not here buying tacos but it's not just about tacos today you guys we're also here to discuss all things insurance related specifically mm -hmm. Medicare or senior insurance as I also like to call it Christian Phillipson, what's the latest? What's the latest right now? It's July 2020. Yeezy's running for, mm -hmm. for president. We're probably going to get an album dropped in November. So, so <laughs> I think it's AP is going to be special. <laughs> It'll be distracting for one. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Because <laughs> like, like, if, if it happens and there's a Kanye West presidential debate, I mean, I don't care how many appointments I have, how many, whatever I have to do, I'm watching that debate. I have to watch that debate. <laughs> there's no way Kanye is going to be... This is a total tangent, but I don't think that I don't think I don't even know if there will be debates this year. Like if I just were to follow if I had to guess on the trend of 2020, 
since everything's like canceled, I'm assuming the debates are canceled. They're just gonna be like, just vote. They're like, we're not doing anything else. No more campaigning, no more debates. Just vote this year, you guys. So what they could do to really mix it up is they could do a presidential Zoom debate where no one can hear each other and they're all talking over each other. So like you have Biden here, you have D, uh, DT here, and then Kanye down here. And he's just looking up at both of them and yelling at them. And <laughs> what if it, what if it was a, a I would it, watch that. I saw someone post there. It may have been actually on your post when you posted about it. <laughs> where Someone said, I'm fine with this. I'm fine with Kanye running as long as the debate is you know, a rap battle. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I need a presidential rap battle. To, um, to tie this back to insurance, though, one thing that I will tell you guys that I am slightly yes. concerned about with the presidential election this year, and, and this is from, you know, historical. I, we, were, we were operational at Lead Heroes in 2016. We started in 2015, so we were already full steam in 2016. And I will say that it's, it's, it's going to be a hurdle that you're going to have to overcome between uh, people being distracted, uh, marketing. This is what's really going to suck, in my opinion, again, coming from the marketing side of the business. Um, there's you know millions of dollars that's going to get dumped in. Not only that, but in classic uh, government form, TCPA compliance, uh, political, anything political is a total loophole. So the do not call list, mm-hmm. um, none of that applies to anything political. So that, you know, they can just start blasting phones. They can do um, voicemail drops, robo calls. They can do whatever they want as long as it's political facing for the election. So, you know, again, for someone who owns a call center and, and it's going to apply really, I think to all of us though, because most of us are going to be on the phones for this AEP Um you know, it's just going to be an extra hurdle. So you're probably going to have a slightly lower contact rate, maybe a significant, if you're in a, if you're, you know, trying to sell in a battleground state, good luck. You know, if, if they're dumping millions in, in advertising into a state you're trying to sell in. So, you know, I'm not trying to predict the future here, but if I had to give some advice, I would say if you're, if you normally sell in a battleground state, maybe look at states outside of that to sell in for AAP. I think I think that's a great point. Um, I think another thing that I said, I, I put out a video last week about, you know, how to get, you know, basically prepared for AEP right now. And one thing I said in there that I kind of got a lot of hate for, you know, I got a lot of shit for it. And I don't quite understand why people push back on me so heavily against this. But like, I basically said, if if I was, if it was me, you know, and I am an agent, so I'm just telling people what I'm doing. I'm not one, I have no interest this upcoming AEP in events of any kind, you know, putting money down for venues, making preparations, scheduling events with CMS or the carriers or anything like that. I just don't have any interest in it this upcoming AEP because it's a crapshoot. Like, what do we know? We have no idea what's going to happen. You know, like, how do we know we're not going to get, have another quarantine come down the line? How do we know we're not going to, in a situation where we can't have more than five people in a room together or something like that. I mean, I just think it's a really bad idea and waste of time and money and energy and everything above. Yeah. Um, We talked about some insurance conferences. I don't think I need to name exactly which ones we're talking about, but I was surprised to see it was being marketed as much as it was um, going into everything that's going on. Um, And I personally, I think, um, you know, I've seen some agents talk about seminars, right? Just like you were talking about right there. I mean, mm-hmm. it kind of blows my mind. I'm like, why, why would you be investing or thinking about ramping up some, like, even if it's, even if it doesn't happen, but just the likelihood, right? Just the possibility that you could plan the most important time of the year as a Medicare agent, right? I mean, if a lot of Medicare agents, some of them literally don't work except AEP. So you've got like the, the one time right. that you're going to make money, you're, you're about to make a year's worth of money in eight weeks, you know, your, your entire annual commission here, and you're, you're going to bet on something face to face. I think that that would be mind, mind boggling to me. I mean, again, I'm not saying like you, you can't do it. I'm not saying like, don't necessarily try it, but at least have like a diversified plan or a backup plan, you know, for selling over the phone or doing something remotely. 
I, I wouldn't bet on selling face to face. That's my opinion. Yeah. Don't, yeah, don't I mean, kill me. And in, in terms of the <laughs> Rebecca Davis just entered the chats. She might um, roast you in the comment section. But, um, <laughs> Rebecca, get um, a taco. Calm but, down. But get anyway. a taco. Just go get a taco. Eat a taco. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> and then we'll we'll talk about it some more. Oh, did we lose? We'll, we'll calmly talk this out. We'll there calmly we get to a solution here. Um. So I think with the conferences, that's kind of interesting is like, I mean, it, if, 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 if it was me, if I put myself in their shoes and I was running a conference, I mean, they probably invested a good chunk of change in like the venues and the hotels and everything like that. And I'm sure it's probably a situation where they can't get their money back or they can get a very small percentage of their money back if they just full on cancel. So from, from the people that are like all running all these events perspective, I get it. I get why they're trying to hang on, you know, because it's either that or they just lost all the money they invested in the event, you know. Um, I, I I get it, you know, um, but it's a tough situation, you know. Like I'm gonna try to. I was not gonna go to eight percent. Yeah, I, I heard. I got flip flop. I got bullied. By, well, I get. I got bullied by group members, um, who both run other groups who come in here to harass me on my group, <laughs> and um. And, um, but I ended up changing my mind and, um, so I'm going to try to go, we're going to try to go and kind of see how it goes. But, um, I mean, I, I, I would not be surprised if we run into more lockdown when this, when 8% happens, you know, in, in September, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that's not the case. Got my fingers crossed. I, I really was looking forward to going, but it just seems like fall and, you know, that time of the year, I mean, it's probably more likely to get worse not better i don't know that's just my thought yeah no i mean i i totally agree and the thing is like i feel like when i take a negative point of view like you know i'm not trying to be um i'm not trying to be negative i'm not trying to be discouraging but at the same time like i'm a realist like i really like i'm trying to be as realistic as possible and like i mean guys i missed the movie like i was thinking about the movies the other day like i i love the movies like i used to take my wife to the movies like i would oh, some i, I would go to, oh, man i used to like sneak off to the movies by myself like have you ever done like a midday like a solo just like midday movie like oh oh my gosh that's absolutely. the best yeah and you know i haven't I, I don't what was the last, I don't even know what the last movie was I saw. I mean, it's been months. So like, I would love, I'm like the first one that's ready to try to get back to normal, to try to get back to like going places. But I just think the reality is based on the situation is it's going to take some time. It's going to take probably a lot more time. And I feel like there was this, this thought, this like collective idea at the beginning of this, where a lot of people thought this was going to be like a quick thing like two and, and part of it was the lockdowns right two weeks four weeks six weeks eight weeks but yeah unfortunately the reality is it's probably going to be over a year till there's any type of normalcy and who knows maybe it's even longer i don't know so you know plan your business i saw a post today in in uh, medicare gurus and it was a gal who said hey uh, I'm trying to get things going. I normally sell Medicare face-to-face. -face. I'm looking for ideas on what to do. And I didn't comment, but if I were to comment on that post, it was going to be like, sell over the phone. There you go. Like, here's a radical idea. Like, pick up the phone, do what you normally do, but do it on the phone. It's wild. You know, it's, it's that easy. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> it's wild. You know, I don't know. Oh, man. I mean, I think, I think, um, I think a very, very interesting thing that's going on right now is how many agents are waiting till like September to start planning their marketing for AEP. That's nuts. Like that's wild. You want to talk about something wild? Like, so we just dropped a very large amount of co-op with our FMO for our agents and we're getting the orders in this month, basically for some direct mail yeah. campaigns. Um, we have to. Because if, if we wait till next month, you know, we're going to be in a situation where the zip codes are taken or the areas are taken or they're used up or anything like that. I mean, I think it's a, it, you need to be planning out and kind of figuring out what your game plan is right now 
in my opinion. That's great um, advice. That really is great advice. And, and, and you got to have a plan A, B, C, just in case, you know, like something does change dramatically with the lockdown. I mean, there's so many agents that I talk to, they're like, well, I'm not even going to think about AEP right now. And I'm like, why not? You know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. I'm like, why not? Oh my gosh. You know, and the, the thing is like, if you're listening to this and you just heard what Christian said, you might be thinking, oh, uh, because of 2020's chaos, people are waiting till the last second. But that's the reality is that agents tend to do that in, in general. I'm thinking back to 20 uh, last year's AAP, you know, it was about, you know, October 2019. We took on like a month for our call center. It was like a month's worth of orders within like two or three days right before AAP. <laughs> So again, oh man, <laughs> historic. Yeah, just historically, like I feel like agents scramble to the last set. Like I don't, I don't know if it's just procrastination in general or or what it is, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the same exact thing happen this year, where it's like, you know, the week before AEP, all of a sudden everyone's trying to buy leads at once. And yeah, dude, get it set up now. Get ready. Yeah, prepare for whatever yeah. you're doing. You know, get your A hip done. Get yes. your CRM oh. ready, you know, pick yes. out your C. If you don't have a CRM, get one, you know, some really basic things like, you know, fi figure out what carriers, you know, get licensed in a couple extra States, possibly if you're selling over the phone, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of really basic things that could take time that you don't want to wait till the last second uh, props to, I'll give a Joanna a shout out. I feel like she's been really pushing a hip. I don't know. I think I've seen a lot of people, if I'm being honest, uh, pushing the AHIP early this year. So I think that's awesome. You know, don't wait. There's, there's no reason to wait. You're, you don't know what else could come up down the road. Get ready now and, and just cruise later, you know, get, mm -hmm. and you're, you're significantly more likely to be successful if you plan now for AAP versus waiting till that week before, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't, I mean, you've worked with a ton of agents, Glenn. Like you've seen a lot of agents, you've worked with a lot of really, really productive agents. And I can honestly say, and I'm wondering, and I'm wondering if you, if you, if you feel this way too, I've never seen an agent that's just a, a superstar or a killer that has the, the, the tendency or the habit to postpone things like that. They are, so they exist, but they're, they're very rare birds. Right. And usually they burn out pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. They burn out. Um, because again, you're, you're doing a lot more work in a short amount of time to try to compete with, with others essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a gentleman down in Florida, which there was a billion agents down in Florida, but this guy in particular, I mean, he was absolutely an animal on the phone. He sounded like a radio DJ. Like he had the voice, he had the contracts, you know, he'd been doing it for a really long time. Super disorganized though. Didn't have a CRM, you know, type of agent that was buying leads at the last second. And, you know, his, his success, like he was, he, he's, he pulled it off. Like he's one of the few out there that pulled it off. And I remember thinking at the time, like, this isn't really a traditional successful agent. He managed to make it work. I wouldn't mm -hmm. recommend this you know, you're, you're, you're so much better off being organized. I feel like I talk about this every time I do anything. So I feel like I'm really beating a dead horse here. Like I, I had at least one conversation today with an agency in, in Illinois and same exact topic where I'm like, get a CRM, get organized, you know, just, just track your leads. If, if you don't know what's going on with your marketing, you're not going to be successful you know, Oh, I, I lost money. Well, how much money did you lose? What was your, your cost per acquisition? How many clients did you close? How many do you need to follow up with? There's a lot of like really basic things that you can do as an agent and it's going to set you up for success. Even if you're not great at it, even if you're new, even if you're not Christian Brindle and you're a superstar agent stud, you know, you, you can still, <laughs> you can compete with Christian, you guys, I promise. It's you don't have really, to shave your head. You don't really, have to shave your head to, to compete. It's really not that hard. It's, you know, what I have going in my favor is all the agents are getting licensed in California and Florida, and they're just staying out of my prime state. And I prefer it that way. Just 
leave me alone, you know? Um, you, do, you probably do have a nice air. I mean, there's, I don't, I don't feel like there's a ton. I mean, on our, on my side of the business, like when I'm seeing orders come through, it's rare that people request to target Utah. I will yeah. definitely say that. And, and like one, one thing that's, I mean, I know we talked about this on taco Tuesday, number two, but in, in Utah, particularly for like social media ads. And I think a lot of ads in general, the poll is not easy. You know, Salt Lake city is not a great marketing target for some reason, whatever it might be, you know, um, and, and I could wonder about this for days on why that is, but in some aspects, in some situations, it kind of helps us a little bit because there's not as much competition. Um, and a lot of people do come here to retire, you know, in, in maybe not as many as like a Florida or someone like that, but, you know, I mean, I think people would rather retire in Utah than Indiana, you know, or something like that. I would. I, 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 would, rather I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be, yeah. I wouldn't want to be hanging out with all those cornfields, you know? <laughs> You don't want to, you don't want to retire on a farm, Christian. Come on. Oh, as, as, as wonderful as that sounds with the, the smell and everything. I'm not, I'm not a farm kind of person, you know, like I'm just not, not into it. I don't know what it is. I just, I'm not, I'm a city boy. You are, you're a city slicker, huh? I'm a city slicker, even Maybe. though I don't, even though I live in a, in, in, in not much of a city. What do you, what do you think is, what do you think is the sleeper for this AAP? What do you think is like the the hidden gem here coming up that a lot of agents aren't thinking about or, or aren't seeing, you know, maybe so, it's a, a software or a carrier or, you know, what, think, what do you think it is? I think there are two things. Um, I believe that, okay, so this is going to sound a little hypocritical of me for some things I've said in the past. Uh -oh. um, this it, is, this is being recorded. You know that, right? <laughs> We can revisit never this. Any away. everyone, yeah, away. this never goes away. This is forever on the internet. I think as we move into the 2020 year, I think more agents are starting to take use of Sunfire and Connecture. And I know everybody beats this to death. Um, and we actually are in the process of just, you know, getting on with Sunfire. And I've I've kind of been critical, not critical of those things, but I've been in a situation where I'm just like. I could care less about those things because we've had our contracts spread across with different FMOs. And, um, and I have, you know, there's an announcement coming in a couple of weeks about that, that I will not spoil today on taco uh -oh. Tuesday, but um, it's going to be a more, is it the next taco Tuesday? Will, will that get yeah, announced we'll, on the next? Okay. We'll do it on tuned, the next guys. Tuesday. Stay um, tuned. Tuesday at four o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pacific standard. We will be ready. We'll be ready. Yes. Um, but, but anyway, like it's going to be more of a player, I think this year for us in terms of our agents, you know, like, I don't even know if I'll use it that much. Like, I feel like the system I have down with doing what I do works well for me, you know, and I don't really feel like I need to tinker with it too much, but I'll try it out and, you know, and I'll use it. We've, we've tried demos and things like that with those programs over the years, and I've never been that enthralled with them really. Um, but I think that's one thing I think. Another thing that's going to be interesting to kind of see how it plays out is um, this ongoing battle on the insulin prices. I don't know if you've been um, following that at all, but like there was the bill passed to basically put the cap right. on it's like a hundred dollars a month or something. I, I think it was like thirty dollars. Yeah, thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. Thirty was hundred dollars a month. And um, the, at least that's what I remember reading. I couldn't. Well, was it a hundred dollars a month for a thirty-day supply? Was that it? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Now I'm not sure. Now you got me. Now you got me. <laughs> well, I I literally read a news article today that was talking about this. This wasn't even a senior. This was someone who was yeah. um, a type one diabetic, who um, essentially couldn't afford insulin. You know, his insulin cost they they cited in the article it was like over a thousand dollars a month, and with everything going on this year lost his income, couldn't afford his insulin. And he ended up passing away. It's so like, this is a real issue. This is a, this totally. is a huge issue. I think um, Rebecca so yeah. Davis said in the comments, Rebecca Davis has been um, attacking us in the comments a little bit. Oh boy. Um, have to she called us the Karen. I don't know if she called you a Karen or me a Karen, but she called someone a Karen. And, um, and, um, she, I, but she said $35. I, I think it was like for Medicare beneficiaries specifically. I think Medicare beneficiaries, the bill was passed that Medicare Part D drug plans can't charge more than 
$35 copays for a 30-day supply, which I'm interested to see how that's going to work with the coverage gap. You know, like, I don't know what that's going to look like. You know, like, is it going to be a situation where in the coverage gap, they're bound to that specific cost and it can't be percentages anymore? Like, what's that's going to look like? You know, um, will they raise deductibles up? I mean, there's a lot of factors that we don't know about. And um, I, I think it's going to make a bigger change than people people might be thinking. I'm, I'm telling Rebecca, thank you right now. Thank you for <laughs> keeping us honest. Free tacos for you. <laughs> Free tacos. Free tacos with every lead hero's lead order? <laughs> yeah, not again. <laughs> I'm, I'm still waiting for that one to bite me. Glenn, I placed a thousand dollars. How many tacos do I get for a thousand dollars in leads? <laughs> a, do- a taco per dollar. A taco per dollar. Um, one thing I was going to, so to go back to my question to you, I had a thought. So about like what's, What's one thing that I think is going to be crazy to see play out this this 2020 with AP or 20 AP 2021 is the fact that people can now sell Medicare Advantage from home. You know, yeah. pr- previously this was really locked down, like selling mm-hmm. uh, tele sales of Medicare Advantage. It had to be in a call center environment. It was very regulated by CMS, and now you know, as of this year, it's like phew, the floodgates are open. I'm curious to see mm-hmm. how it goes. I'm curious to see if this is something that they're going to pull back once there is some type of, you know, slowdown with the virus. Um, I, I kind of feel like this is going to be the new normal with, with Medicare. Yeah. I don't, I don't foresee them getting rid of, unless it goes like horribly wrong. I don't see why CMS would be like, Oh, you have to be in a call center to sell Medicare advantage. So I think that's a potentially a really good thing for most Medicare agents. Right. Yeah, I, I I definitely think so. I mean, I think any anytime you can sell something over the phone, it's better. Like, um, so I I I've made I've I've been I haven't been shy over the years that I'm not a huge life insurance producer, um, but you know sometimes I'll trip into one. Um, so last year I remember specifically, I was trying to write a plan write final expense plan with Foresters. And I think we had just picked up the, the, the contract last year or something like that. And I was, you know, getting ready to do the electronic app and everything like this. And, and the guy was like six hours away from me. Like he was not anywhere close. And then it just didn't give me the option. And so I, I remember, I remember I call it Foresters, you know, like if it was a Medicare thing, I would just know off the top of my head, I can do this, I can do that. But like, since it's final expense, I didn't know. So I call up Foresters and they're like, yeah, you can only sell that product face to face. And I'm like, are you guys like in the stone ages? You know, I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I remember just being so, you know, irritated about that. And um, I ended up, I ended up selling another carrier (laughs) that I could do an an electronic application for. But like now, if I'm, if I remember correctly, Foresters has changed that. So now you can do it electronically. I mean, I think just, Carriers are forced, kind of in a way, to make exceptions because if that they don't, they're not going to get any policies. That is a positive change. You know, our industry is so slow to adapt to technology. I mean, what? Name another industry that still talks about fax machines. Never <laughs> <laughs> forget. So again, I'm almost a decade into the industry. Like I first started selling insurance like almost ten years ago, and I remember then I was baffled by the fact that fax machines were still like. Like Americo, I remember with Americo, I could upload direct, like, it was like a big deal. I was like, I can upload this app directly to Americo. I don't even have to fax it. This is awesome. And, you know, other, other carriers, like they only did fax. I'm just like, this is the craziest thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like 2010 at the time, 2011, and that we're faxing applications. So yeah, I think that is a positive change. I think the more, um, who else was it? I just saw an update. I think it was from Liberty Bankers, Liberty Bankers Life Insurance. They are doing an application that uh, it's being updated. I don't even think it's out yet. I think it's coming out. Um, shout out to Jeff Root. Jeff Root shared it in his Facebook group, and that's where I saw this. Um, but yeah, they're coming out with a voice signature application where you don't need an email, which 
if you're selling final expense, you're dealing with seniors in the senior market, I can tell you firsthand because we talk to seniors every single day. I mean, we do tens of thousands of phone calls from our call center every single day. And there's a large portion of them that do not want an email and they do not want to get on a computer. <laughs> you know, obviously there's mm -hmm. some that are, are, you know, more technology savvy who are happy to, to, you know, do business on the computer or over email, but I'll, I will definitely, I can tell you with knowledge firsthand that there is a large portion of seniors who still do not want to do business that way, who would mm -hmm. much rather just have a phone call with a voice signature. So yeah, I would say I'm seeing the same thing on my end. There is positive change from the carriers being able to do business remotely. Hey, maybe by the end of the pandemic, pandemic, I don't know what the pandemic, if I can talk. Pandemic. Here. Pandemic. <laughs> hey, hillbilly. I was doing Canadian voices earlier. I guess I'm a hillbilly at heart. And nailing it at that. And yeah. nailing it. At the end of pandemic. Whee! <laughs> uh, but, you know, maybe by the end of this, we'll be able to actually. Uh, you know, no matter what carrier you have in your pocket, maybe you'll be able to do remote sales really easy. So, hey, that, you know, there's a positive change, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, and, and, you know, you're so right about some seniors not wanting to, you know, do the, do the whole email thing. Like I, there was a appointment I was doing, I think it was literally yesterday. If I remember, I, I think it was yesterday. And I was doing an appointment with a new agent of ours. And I was basically, you know, doing the appointment with her and kind of having her watch me and, you know, kind of observe kind of how I would do it. Well, you know, this lady, you know, I asked her, Mike, do you have a, you have a, a, an email address? I'm like, what? I'm like, I think it'd be easier for me to present this plan information to you if we can screen share. That way you can kind of see what I'm, I'm seeing. I think it would help out a little bit. Usually nine times out of 10, that's no big deal. If they have email, they're like, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Um, this lady was adamant. She's like, she's like, I'm not going to let you take over my computer. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, ma'am, even if I knew, I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I don't even know how to do that. I'm like, you're talking to a, literally a caveman in terms of technology, technology. and computers. <laughs> and, um, hilarious. and she just would not budge. And I, and I was trying to explain to her, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, it gives you access to see my computer screen. I can't see yours. And she's like, she's like, that's what they say. And then there's three grand missing from my bank account. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, has this happened before? I'm like, that's awesome. If 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 it if it did happen before, I I feel terrible about that. And I, I and I and I'm sorry for her, but like, yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough because we're trying to explain something to her. She was not getting it. You know what I mean? Um I've always kind of questioned the agents who are like, I do all screen shares. I'm like, really? I'm like, every yeah. presentation you do is a screen share. I'm like, what are you hitting? Like 66 year olds who like, are <laughs> like, what T65. I'm like, cause you know, anyone who's over 75 out in the sticks um, probably doesn't want to do a screen share. That's right. been, that's been my experience, but yeah. Hey, I, you know, it's I, each their own. I, what I find is if they have email and a working computer, that's usually not a big deal, but usually I think the ones that aren't comfortable doing screen share, one of those things is missing. They're either missing the email or the computer or the internet connection or something like they just, they're just not, they don't use it on a regular basis. And it's usually about that 75 to 85 yeah. year old. that's just like, they just can't wrap their heads around it. So it makes things a little more tricky, but yeah, yeah I don't believe that either. There's no, I mean, there's no way, you know? Yep. Or they've been hacked by Russia too many times. <laughs> they've, they've had too many, too many Russian hacks on their computer. They're, they're just so, done with it. I have no idea what Rebecca Davis is talking about. I mean, oh, no. in, in, in the comment section, I think she needs to talk about some MySpace advertising. I, For my I running MySpace Aaron. ads. Is she calling me, Karen? I'm gonna, Rebecca. I need to know right now. Is Christian the Karen, or am I the Karen? And personally, I I think being bald translates to male Karen. Which technically isn't male Karen, Chad. I thought that I thought that was the 2020 slang. I don't know. I'm not up Chad. to it anymore. Yeah, I thought Chad was like the male version of Karen. Text and oh, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry just commented. Oh, yeah. Text and no. There we go. 
that's it, Jerry. Thank you. Yeah, that's, that. I had that forgotten about that one. Yeah, that could be big. Um, again, when we're talking about like seniors with technology, I think text is probably one of the easiest barriers to cross, right? Mm-hmm. I think most seniors are texting. Uh, before yeah, I, I, computers. I think so. Like, um, I think that like when, when I'll, 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 I'll train our agents that like when you get a lead, I think you need to be making anywhere between five to 10 contacts in the first couple of days. And what we found is, you know, we have the automated workflow set up message. I, I find that usually I'm a, I have a better chance of them responding to the text message than the email. Probably a pretty yeah. significant higher amount, actually. Yeah, I mean, as long as you have permission to contact, absolutely. I would send them a text message. You know, I think existing clients too. Um, you know, existing clients, if you're following up, um, I, think it's, I think that's a big deal. Uh, and there's a lot of automation software out there too, built-in CRMs. Uh, I think that's that's probably going to be the next big thing. A lot of people are already doing that. Um, there's there's so many different platforms. One one that isn't specifically for Medicare per se, but Better Agency. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're yeah. geared yeah, they're geared a little more towards PNC, but that's kind of their whole platform is their CRM that's kind of built around these automations with text messages. Um, but I'm assuming, so like uh, Sunfire and what's the other platform that you were talking about? Um, the other one is Connecture. Now, I'm, I was looking okay. over here because the two guys that run Better Agency, there's there's Nick Ayers, who you talked to. Yeah, and Will um, Shaw. And then, and then the other guy, I, th- I thought Preston helped run that too. There's like four of them now. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually went to high school with Will Shaw. And so oh, I- really? Yeah. Wow. Well, he was, so it was, he had like a company before it was called like capsule five. Uh, and they were, they, they basically built like automations on Infusionsoft. Mm-hmm. So um, there was a company before they took Infusionsoft and then, I mean, Infusionsoft sucks. I've never really used it that much, but from what I've seen, it's not great. It, and there's kind of too many moving parts. So they basically said, screw it. We're scrapping this. And then they built software from scratch. Um, and from what I've seen, it looks awesome. My only disappointment or critique is that it's really built for PNC agents and like for mm-hmm. Medicare or life agents or final expense agents. I think there would be a lot more customizations. That's, that's, what, that's what Nick and I talked about anyways last time I talked to him. But what, uh, what other... Um, but the, the reason I bring that up though, the reason I bring that up is because I read Preston's book last year um, and I'm trying to find it over on my bookshelf there. I'm trying to, what's his book. It. It's really, really good. Like I recommend it. I just, I'm trying to find it first. Oh, I don't know what I did with it. I have way too many books. Like that. It's cute it. that you pretend that you read books. <laughs> I, th- I think that's adorable. <laughs> hey, um, I mean, if those who can't um, do pretend, is that what they say? I was um, elected to. I was elected to lead, yeah. not to read. Yes, yes. I was yeah. elected to lead, not to read. Anyway, I can't, I can't find it. I know it's over there somewhere, but it's a really, really good book. I think it's like. I, I can't remember the name of it. I'll post it in the comment sections Jerry, when we're done here. But Jerry says Preston and Billy. I guess are they I don't, part of the crew? Never, the better agency. I never crew? heard of Billy. I think there's four people involved. But uh, what's another? Yeah. Isn't there another platform that that's like really big on automation, like with text? Or I thought there was hmm. at least one more. Maybe not. Does, I mean, Medicare Center. Medicare Center do it? I'm 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 no no that I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's something but, that's coming up for sure though. I just again I just with text messages I just be careful. That's that's my uh, my two cents when it comes to marketing for text messages. I had a friend in the real estate space who was doing a lot of text messages, um, and they got in trouble. So be careful. Make sure you, make sure you have yeah. permission before sending out too many texts. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I, so I, I have a question for, for Mr. Glenn Shelton. Um, oh, let me see if I can get him. What, what's your question? Okay. So here's my question. Um, let me see if I can get him. Yeah. Um, let me get him on the line for you, yeah, sir. Let me get him on the line. Let me get yeah. him on the line. 
Is that is that what you do during the day? Like when yeah. someone calls you, like you're like, let me see if he's available. You're like, Glenn, phone. And then, Hello, thank you for calling Lead Heroes. <laughs> this is Glenn's assistant. Are you looking yeah. to buy leads? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what areas do you think could, for someone that markets all over the country? Yeah. What markets do you feel are the best for people to target during AEP? That's a good question. We talked about this a little bit previously. Um, I know we, I know we talked about a lot about the worst markets. The worst markets, right? And so there is, there's good. There's always good places and, and bad places. <clears throat> it's very technical. I know. Um, if you could, and we have a map on leadheroes.com. If you go to our order page and you go at the top of our order page is the order form. And then there's the samples of our leads. And then underneath the samples of our leads, we have a heat map of Medicare Advantage penetration. And it's per county for the entire US. And, and this map, the reason I bring this up is it's very similar to the population density. If you were to take a population density map of the U.S. and you were to overlay it with the Medicare Advantage, and again, we all know Medicare Advantage, it's all network-based, so they typically, more people are on Medicare Advantage in big cities. It's just kind of the natural tendency, right? So mm-hmm. if, if I were to pick a county or a state to spend marketing dollars in, if it was me and I, were, and I was going to go drop five or 10 grand for AAP, I'm trying to make that dollar go as far as possible, right? Because the cost of a thousand mailers or cost of, you know, if you're hiring a telemarketer, whatever it is you're doing for marketing, you know, Facebook ads, if you're spending your own dollars on that, um, your dollar will go further in the least densely populated areas. So, you know, there's, if you look at it, almost every state has good parts and bad parts. Some states are pretty bad, Florida. New York, New Jersey, yeah. California. So some states are pretty bad because they're densely populated. There's other states where it's not very densely populated and it's great. Iowa, Kansas, Oklahoma, um, Wyoming, Utah. Everybody's selling Utah. Take Christian's clients. Hurry. Rebecca Davis is in the comments saying, Utah's my favorite. I'm like, oh, I'm about to throw you out of this. <laughs> Rebecca, go back to your Facebook group, please. Leave us alone. Don't Stop talk about Utah Karen. when you when you go back. Stop calling us Karens. Male Karens. <laughs> it's Chads. It's Chads, Chad. Rebecca. We're Chads, okay? We're cool. Yeah, Chad is Chad Chad is the cool guy on the you, playground. Utah is great though. Like except for Salt Lake. Salt Lake's not great, but outside of Salt Lake and Oregon, which is very close to me, Portland's terrible, but outside of Portland, Eastern Oregon's fantastic. Southern Oregon's great. Washington, again, Seattle area sucks, but Eastern Washington's awesome. So, you know, if you're paying a fixed cost per lead, then it doesn't really matter as much. But if you're dropping per thousand or you have a telemarketer or you're spending, you know, you have your own Facebook ads you're running and you're geo-targeting certain areas, then you want to look at the density, the population density of that area. Now with Medic, you know, and, and with Medicare supplements, definitely the more rural, the better. With Medicare Advantage, when AEP kicks up, you can spend money on these more densely populated areas. But again, you're competing with more people. Most of the marketing dollars is going towards these more densely populated areas. That's why the response is higher when you target the less densely populated areas, because less people are targeting these areas. Most people are sloppy with their marketing dollars. Most people are just slapping money at it. Oh, you know, hurry, hit, just picking states and they're just throwing money at these states. So that's exactly what I would do. If I were spending money on AAP or even tomorrow on marketing, I'm looking at the pop population density either per county or statewide and I'm targeting the areas that are less densely populated because they are going to have a higher response rate. There it is. That's yeah, it. I mean, it makes perfect sense and that's been that's been my experience too anytime we've ran any kind of advertising it's been, you know, when we've targeted big areas like like we tried to a couple of years ago I tried to do some it was about last year, actually, the last time we did it, we tried to run some Facebook advertising in Florida and boy, did that not go well. Um, and it was just, 
one of those things, you know, it's one of those things. Um, I'm, I'm Rebecca, so distracted by the comments. Yeah, Rebecca's freaking Rebecca, we're just teasing you. Yeah, I think I think she thinks we're genuinely upset. No, of course not. Of course not. I think we, Rebecca might have to come on our next Taco Tuesday. Oh, I might. We, 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 I think that needs to happen. Yeah, I think we're going to have a, a special guest. Rebecca and I had did a video about three, four weeks ago, and it was awesome. And she was awesome. She was the Medicare Wonder Woman. I will say, uh, I do see, Rebecca, your grassroots marketing tips which I think is awesome because usually it's like free stuff you can do to try to generate business. And I think that's something that almost everybody doesn't pay attention to. So shout out to you, Rebecca, Medicare, mm-hmm. Medicareville, right? Medicareville, join yep. the group. Yep. Medicareville. Rebecca, you can I, pay me for that sponsorship, <laughs> that advertisement <laughs> later. Go ahead. Just write the check. Yeah, yeah, just just um, checks in the mail or pay um, for top. Maybe she pays for tacos next Tuesday. We'll bring her on. She yeah, buys yeah, those tacos. So, so she, if she places the tacos in the mail today, <laughs> we might get here in time. For They're next frozen. Week. You get the tacos. <laughs> you freeze the tacos. Then you ship the frozen tacos. They. I think. I think them. the rule is no matter how moldy they are when we open them up, we still have to eat them. Ugh. <laughs> well, we're coming up on the hour mark, so I don't I don't want to keep you, Mr. Brindle, too long, or any of our our awesome guests that are watching, our audience that's watching. What are your final thoughts here on on Taco Tuesday Part Three? Any anything um, you'd like to share? Anything exciting you have coming up? I know you you hinted at some sort of big FMO, yeah. possibly software. So software? I. I sure I, you don't want to just try. I'll give you permission. I, if you want to I, say it right now, that's I, I can't, fine. I can't, I can't say it right now. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off. I'll tell you once we stop live. Did um, you get bought by integrity marketing too? Is that what <laughs> Did integrity marketing buy your agency? Holy cow. I, actually, the, the, as hilarious as it is, the, it, it does involve integrity marketing. Oh, so, but, but can't say any more than that. Um, I would say in terms of, I think any of you, any, any of you new agents out there that are just getting into the business, um, don't wait to do your AHIP. Get on it right now. Start studying right now. Pay your money to get into it right now. Don't wait till September, you know. Um, I would just, you know, and we'll find out if you can, if, if you can be an agent or not, you know, if you can get through the AHIP. Because like, there, I would say if I send out, 10 contracts to 10 new agents, I think probably six of them won't even fill it out, you Sounds know? All right. Um, and so just take the time, get through the AHIP. Don't wait, don't put it off. Um, and if you have already gotten through your certifications and your AHIP, don't wait till AEP to start selling. You need to, you should be selling right now, formulate an AEP strategy, but sell right now, sell 265 people, go after the dual market, make sure that you're making some sales, do some, get with Glenn and do some Medicare supplement changeovers. Um, I just, you know, I, I think there's too many people out there that take the approach that I'm going to start an AEP and I wouldn't recommend that personally. This is a year round selling business. If you let it be. I think that's great advice. And I do think that's something that most agents, you know, it's, it's similar to when you're dealing with a senior, right? When you're dealing with a senior and you're trying to explain to them open enrollment and mm-hmm. they think that they can't do anything unless it's open enrollment. Well, yeah, some people, right? There's certain situations where they can only change during open enrollment, but mm-hmm. also a ton of other stuff you can be doing year round. And there, that was kind of like a myth that I felt like in, that was alive in the industry, I mean, I'm sure it's probably still alive today, but yeah. specifically when I came into the industry, that was definitely a thing where people were like, oh, well, I can't sell Medicare until October. It's like, no, you know, MedSups, like you just said, I mean, MedSups year round, T65s year round, dual eligible for the MA market, low income, that's year round. Mm-hmm. Um, birthday rule in, a, yep. you know, Oregon, California. Five star plans, yeah. if there's one in your market. There's... There's states that are guaranteed issue year round, period. Mm-hmm. You know, Washington, I think Maine's another one. I mean, 
so yeah, there's, I think I, I like, I like the kind of the theme, I think of this taco Tuesdays, be prepared, right? Mm-hmm. Be prepared for now, be prepared for 2020 to throw who knows how many more curveballs. <laughs> Con, I mean, Kanye's, Kanye's going to be president. So. <laughs> I wonder how much funding he's going to put into Medicare yeah. <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> 2021 Medicare is going to just explode once Kanye takes over. So if he, when he campaigns, I think everyone should wear those, like, you know, those glasses that he used to wear with like the, yeah, the, the, the filters, the slide. Yeah. Thing yeah. Kind of yeah. I, I would, I would wear those. Although you can't really see it. them. I love it. Well, any final thoughts from you, Glenn? No, I think, I think that's, I, I like, like I said, I like the be prepared thing. I think, um, I think what happened in March, I don't think anyone could have really been prepared for what's when this whole thing started, you know, with coronavirus, mm-hmm. with the lockdown. Um, but there's really no excuse by the end of this year, right? I mean, yeah. after everything we've seen, after, you know, oh, it's getting better. Oh, it's coming back. You know, oh, lockdowns. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm sure there's still more that could come that will, will surprise me. I'm sure there will be more surprises. But at this point, be prepared to sell over the phone. Be prepared to sell remotely. Be prepared for seniors to not want to see you face-to-face. Whether that, you know, even if things are better. We talked about this, I think, on one of our Taco Tuesdays as well. Even if things get better, guys, the stigma around everything that's already happened is probably not going to go away. So, so be prepared, be prepared to sell remotely, be prepared, get your AHIP, be prepared, get a CRM set up, just be ready. That's it. I agree. I love it. I, I, I love it. Well, guys, thank you. Thank you for spending some time with us. And, um, if you like these taco Tuesdays and you want to see more of them, let us know. Um, I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe at some point this will turn into a weekly thing. We'll see. Um, I'm down. I'm down for, I think we need a weekly, we need a weekly show. I agreed. In. I agreed. I think we should do it. I think we should make it happen. Subscribe, hit the subscribe button. Oh wait, we're not Drop on. Drop a like, yeah. hit subscribe, <laughs> hit the bell. You want the notification <laughs> as soon as this thing goes live. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious but yeah seriously drop a comment you guys tell us Mm -hmm. what you think we want to do more of these if you guys are are into them if you want some you want to talk about a certain topic we're we're more than open to it so let us know till next time till next tuesday 